Hello and welcome to the Just Automated podcast. My name is Callum Donnelly uh, from Whaley. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Adriana Falco, who is our Chief Marketing Officer here at Whaley, our marketing extraordinaire. And uh, she's currently calling in from Digital Transformation World in um, Copenhagen. So Adriana, nice to have you on the podcast. It's your first time and how's everything in Copenhagen? Oh, thank you for inviting me and being on the show. It is uh, a great time here in Copenhagen. We're at the, uh, the TM Forum Digital Transformation Show at the Bell Center in Copenhagen. And it's been a very, very good turnout. So it's been very good. Excellent. Excellent. And we're at the show. We're really demonstrating a lot of our automation capabilities and our hyper automation platform within the telecom space. So it's a pretty, pretty interesting uh, little segue into our next conversation because it's actually quite a, a special time um, in, re in the world of automation and technology because it is actually the 60th anniversary of the Jetsons. So on the, the 23rd of September 1962, so 60 years ago, um, essentially the Jetsons came out. So pretty, pretty interesting. And Adriana, you, you, you wrote a blog um, kind of playing some homage to how the Jetsons have you know they were so forward thinking and in 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 their in their conceptuality of uh, of what the future might look like obviously it was uh they were set in 2062 or and uh, we're in 2022 so 60 years on and a lot of the stuff that they discussed has kind of become a reality but would love to to hear about your your views and as a as a kid growing up watching the jetsons you know what are your views on where the what 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 they described have essentially become a reality now Right. So when I was a child, streaming was not available. On demand was not available. Videos were not available. DVDs, none of that available. You had to watch it or you would miss it. So Saturday mornings, most children in my time would get out of bed, jump out of bed, spring down the steps, turn on the TV and watch our favorite um, Saturday morning cartoons. That was a religion, religious habit that we did growing up as children. And one of the cartoons many of us tuned into was the Jetsons, and it was created by a by a, a duo called Hanna Barbera, who made over 150 favorite cartoons, which is actually my ultimate favorite was Scooby Doo, not the Jet, not the Jetsons. <laughs> but they also made other favorites such as the Flintstones. Um, Top Cat was another favorite of mine. But anyway, getting back to the Jetsons, what was so fun about this TV show? It was the future, and it had gadgets and de and devices and technology that were unheard of when I was watching the TV show, such as um, doing exercises, watching someone else give you personal classes from a TV. So it's like on, on, you know, on demand or live uh, exercise classes. They had obviously flying, flying uh, cars. They had dogs that talked. They had moving walkways. They just had so many creative, innovative things that we didn't have. And some of those innovations they have then I own today. Like my house is a smart house. And so I have a lot of smart technology. I have the iRobot Roomba. I have one on each floor and I love it because I never like, I don't like to vacuum. So <laughs> once or twice a week, I just tell it to operate. Or I also initially when I had it, I had it, had it automated. But then I realized since I do have cats, I have to make sure the cat toys are on the floors. So I just manually put it to work. Um, but it vacuums my floors every week, you know, and I love having this smart, smart technology clocks. I get up in the morning. I ask what the weather is. What's the news? You know, sometimes I'll ask whatever questions and it talks back to me. 
So it's really fun technology that we have today that was actually, you know, added included in the in the day of the Jetsons. Yeah, I mean, it really it really is fascinating how many concepts and how many of these um, devices and smart technologies, the use of automation, AI, that were depicted back 60 years ago uh, and thought of as that this will be the future in 2062. It really, really is fascinating to see that a lot of those ideas and a lot of those concepts have, have become a reality over the last number of years where we think about smart homes, smart TVs, AI, voice assistants. I mean, everything down to, to, to you know, the ro robotic dogs. Um, that are sometimes demonstrated at these uh, trade shows that, that, that are off and on. Um, but I mean, it's, it's really, really fascinating stuff. I mean, I'd be interested to see, you know, since it's, you know, 2022, and this is set in 2062, I wonder what things will look like in 2062. Will a lot of more of the realities or a lot more of the, the depictions within the Jetsons actually become a reality? Will, I wonder, will we have the likes of a, a flying car, which would be extremely handy? I mean, yes. I, I believe we will. What I also found interesting is I thought a lot of this TV series, the content came from the creativity of the two two founders who were a very talented, um, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, who were very talented individuals. But when they had the, the idea of creating a futuristic series, um, they did a lot of research. And what I was surprised to learn, that a lot of their 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 ideas came from a book written back in 1970, a book called 1975 and the Changes to Come. Come. And that was by Arnold Barak. And it was published back in January 1962, nine months before the series debuted. And okay. they used that book for some of their ideas. And in that book, they had push button learning, they had smart kitchens, they had translation machines, they had the talking alarm clocks, they had the smart TVs, and they actually had photographs of these ideas. So it was just fascinating how back in the 60s, they were really trying to work on, you know, what the future was going to be like with all these great technological advances in automation. Yeah, absolutely. And as we said, a lot of those have kind of come to fruition at, at this moment in time. Um, also, just wanted to just quickly think about one thing that I think is very, very important. Is that I know with all of these cartoons influence a lot of people. So what next I really want to talk about is the the technology of the future part and this uh, futuristic foresight that uh, um, Hannah and Barbera had um, in their kind of conceptualization. I know that they took a lot of the maybe the influence from that from that publication you just spoke about. But one thing that you put in your in your blog is that the the Paleo Future blog of the Smithsonian Magazine names the Jetsons as the single most important uh, piece of 20, 20th century futurism and um, that helps define the future. And I really, really agree. And I wonder from young people, young children growing up watching the Jetsons, um, I wonder how much of an influence that that had on essentially inspiring younger people to essentially start to, to innovate and start to develop all these tools. So I think that there probably is a correlation between people watching these shows and saying, I would love a smart TV. I would love a voice assistant. I would love um, at some stage, maybe a flying car. And there's probably people who have been influenced uh, on those type of journeys that have essentially started to build these things. So I'd be interested to get your, your views on that. Do you think that the Jetsons had a direct impact with the, with the amount of innovation and technological uh, change that we've had in the last, let's say 20, 30 years, it's going from a very, very analog society back then in the 1960s, to an extremely digitized society now. 
Absolutely. I mean, I absolutely agree with with their comment there. So the Jet, so the Jetsons first, you know, had their first season in 1962, and then they had two more seasons later on that aired in 1985 and 87, and then some specials through 2017. So if you think of that span from nine, from 1963 to 2017, they've hit a lot of generations who are still now right now who are working and who are the masterminds of the technology today that exists. And there's no doubt that those who have watched this, this cartoon as a child remember that these are great memories that we have. And they influenced us to help make the inventions and the technologies of today. I mean, we're not that far off of the flying saucers, right? I mean, we already have drones, right? Yep. And there are large drones that are unmanned because drones are supposed to be unmanned, right? But I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll cross over to having the saucers and we'll cross over to the to the flying um, flying cars. You know, today when a flying car folds up to a briefcase, well, I'm not sure about <laughs> that one, but I do believe, you know, it definitely has influence because, you know, I never heard of the book until now. So whatever one has, has heard of the Jetsons and that's what we know and that's what we remember and that's what we celebrate. So I definitely think a lot of the things that have happened currently and will be happening in the future all have credit due to the Jetsons. Yeah. I mean, I must personally, on a, on a personal note, I must actually go back and watch some of the Jetsons and see uh, for myself, because I think that unfortunately it was kind of maybe from my generation, it was something that wasn't as popular on TV. So for me, living in 2022 and seeing all the innovation that's taking place, I should really look back and reflect to see where a lot of these ideas were first kind of openly pushed out into the general public. And it probably was through the Jetsons. So for me, I'm going to go back and uh, have a watch and see exactly what was kind of going on, what was what was been discussed in the 1960s in terms of this futuristic outlook for the world and see where the, the similarities are for myself. And I also must check out that publication that that you just mentioned. Could you just remind maybe our listeners who are interested in potential if they were potentially wanted to view that book, that kind of Oh uh, Yes, I believe the book is available on Amazon. It's called okay. 1975 and the changes to come by Arnold Barak okay, and yeah. available. And um, it's quite interesting to see that, especially with the black and white photos of how they imagine the technology would be. Now, mind you, that book was written thinking that this would come in 1962. They thought this technology would exist in 1975. It okay. did not, but it did eventually did exist. Yeah. Well, it's taken, it's probably taken quite a bit of time to probably get up. I think 1974, 1975, that's a little bit ambitious given <laughs> the amount of uh, innovation that, that that has taken place in the last 60 years to kind of get, get to get to where we are now with voice assistance, AI, machine learning, things like that. But um, Adriana, thank you very, very much for, for joining us. Is there any final thing you. you'd like to finish on? No, but I agree with Callum. I know some of my colleagues are from different countries. I know in talking to some individuals, I know some uh, a colleague from Canada watched it. I know a Canada from Romania watched it. So it did reach other corners of the world. Um, so if you haven't seen it, go back, watch it online. It'll be a good laugh. You know, there's really not that many episodes. You know, start with series one and, and work your way through it. It's like I said, it's a good laugh. It's good entertainment. And it'll be interesting to see how, yes, they really did kind of guess where we would be today in year 2022. Fascinating. Well, I will most definitely do that. So Adriana, thank you very, very much for, for joining us on the Just Automated podcast. Um, really, really appreciate you taking the time from your busy day. Uh, I know that things are probably pretty hectic at DTW 2020 in Copenhagen. 
And uh, I hope that you guys keep on having an awesome day and keep on rocking it for Whaley. Thank you. Thank you so much, Callum. And thank you very much to our listeners. Um, this podcast comes out uh, every week. So please do get in contact if you are enjoying the podcast. And I'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.